Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey everybody, this is John Driscoll from The Guiding Light. I play Coop, Henry Cooper Bradshaw. You are listening to Buzzworthy Radio with Matt and Nabelle. Keep it tuned in. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee, coming to you live right now, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, if you're out there on the West Coast. We are going to be joined by the lovely and talented Beth Chamberlain. She's making her second appearance here on the show. Fantastic the first time around, and it's awesome to have her back on again. For those of you who want to join in and ask Beth some questions, if you did not make it to the last program, now is your chance to call in and ask her. Point blank at 646-595-4228, or you can shoot us some emails. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I have Gmail at buzzworthyradio at gmail.com, or I am actually opening up the chat room right now, so get it, get your butt to the chat room, start asking questions. But let's, let's introduce our guest for the night, shall we? She's been playing the role of Beth Rains on and off since 1989. And now she is really working herself right now on The Guiding Light. Play absolutely one of the best scenes I've ever seen today, practically all week, from last week into this week. Please welcome, for the second time here on Buzzworthy Radio, Beth Chamberlain. Hey there. How are you again? Good, good. How are you? A year later. A year later? Oh, my gosh. Has it been a year since you've been, been here? Al- yeah, almost a year. Not quite, but really wow. close. I can't. Oh, wow. It's been so I can't even believe it's been that long. It's just, it just seems like yesterday you just called in and just I, did this show with me. <laughs> I know. It, 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 I know. It's, it's gone by quickly. Kind of scary. A little bit. Well, yeah. thanks for coming back. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. You sound sick. Can I say I that? I have a cold. Yes, I have a cold. My, you know, I have a three-year-old, so they bring home lots of nasty bugs. So I'm, I'm trying to get over it. So I have a little throat spray here. I have a little water here. So if you occasionally hear me chugging some water or putting some throat spray in, now you'll know ahead of time instead of thinking, what is that sound that's going on? Oh, you're not the first one that's called in sick. I, I mean, I had people call in and just start, and Eileen Kristen just came on and said, I'm so doped up on cough medicine. It's not funny. <laughs> so well, I'm used what, to it. That's what I felt like today. I was taking, I don't normally take anything, but when you're working, you know, you kind of have to take something. So I felt kind of yeah. hazy all day today. Absolutely. 
And I was just mentioning it before I brought you on the phone. I have been enjoying these past few scenes lately. What's been happening on this show? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of really, I mean, just good, you know, it's it's it really is just really good um, story that these writers have written, um, you know, all the stuff from, <coughs> I mean, I love the whole story with, um, with Beth and Coop. I mean, I love, 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 Love John Driscoll. I love that um, that they did this story. That I got the chance to work with him, and I got the chance to um, get to know him. Because I mean, we were certainly friendly before, but we hardly ever had any mm-hmm. scenes together. So right, we didn't, you know, really know one another, and hadn't really worked together that much. And so then, having this story, getting to work together, um, it was just such a pleasure. He is such. Um, I just can't say enough about how wonderful it is working with him, and 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 I really feel like they gave him a really good story in in this. But boy, he really took the ball and ran with it. He just, I think, has done a tremendous, tremendous job in this entire story, and um, and it's really been exciting to you know to get to see him him do all of these wonderful things that he can do. Do you think that um, with that storyline that just happened with Coop and Beth, do you think this is going to make Beth strong, in your opinion? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think um, I think just from being with Coop and from, um, you know, what he – she really loved how she <coughs> – excuse me. She really loved how – he saw her and it empowered her and i think that she feels you know more empowered from having been with him and um mm-hmm. and i you know i think i think coop saw her very much as an equal and and much of the time in her life i think she's been with men that in one way or the other um you know wanted to take care of her or possess her or whatever um but didn't just sort of plainly see her as an equal, and, and Coop did that. And um, that really built her up a lot and made her see herself differently. So um, I think in the future that she will always hold that with her. <coughs> Absolutely. And I have to ask this because I've been anticipating this moment ever since I first heard about it. How wonderful is it having... Grant Alexander back. Oh on yeah, the show. you know, I mean, it's it's terrific. He um, is obviously a, he's, a, he's a good friend of mine, and um, and in the past, you know, few years since he's been off the show, although we would speak on the phone periodically, we didn't. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I was just saying. Yeah, if you would speak on the phone. Yeah, we would speak, but we, you know, we we didn't get together that often because he and his wife live quite far from my husband and me, and so we, you know, we just wouldn't get together. And um, uh, you know, although I said we would speak often, so it's really nice now that he's working there that we're seeing one another on a uh, on a regular basis. You know, it's you know it's just nice to see see my friend on that level it's nice and then of course you know it's nice working together and um you know he brings so much to the table as um both just a talent but also a professional so it's a pleasure working with him in that way and it's also that 
you know, we've played so many scenes through the years and have also have seen one another through so many storylines, but have also seen one another through so many different life changes that there's just always lots of stuff going on there when we're playing scenes together that we don't even really have to think about. It's just it's within it, it's just there and um and that's kind of neat and that really only happens with people that you've known for years and and weathered storms with for years you know exactly exactly you can talk about so many returns with grant coming back and now krista yeah. tesro yeah. is coming back next month uh and uh you did, i don't think you worked with her that much uh no, I've only worked with her since she's come back a few times, but um, I just adore her. And um, and we had some scenes, actually, that, um, well, you know, we're, we're, I'm not really sure when they, when they air, but I, I think uh-huh. some, like the first week of March or something, that um, it was just great. It was... Um, it was just some great stuff of Mindy being there for her friend. Right. Right. <laughs> and um and it was it was it was nice because the scenes we've gotten to do that I've gotten to play with her um in you know in the time in each time that she's come back usually it hasn't been they haven't been um deep scenes or anything. It's kind of been a passing kind of thing. And these were a little more than that, and and it was really it was really fun. It was I um, was happy with the way the scenes felt. Anyhow, when we taped them, of course, you never know exactly how they're going to look when they're up there. But um, but I was very happy with the scenes when we taped them. Great, great. Now, what can you? Or I don't know if you can tell anything about what's going to come up, but maybe you can say if this is what you would like to see for that. I know that. The character Buzz, played by the magnificent Justin Deed, is now going to go out for blood for Alan because of what happened with Coop and yeah, yeah. with the relationship that Beth and Coop shared. Yeah. Do you think that Beth is going to try her hand at maybe making Alan pay? Because, like it or not, Beth has tried this before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alan and Gus in that room and yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, who? Yeah, who knows? You know, Beth can get a little wacky at times. Um, I think at the moment, <coughs> fortunately for Alan and for Beth too, um, I think because of Philip, um, Philip's return, but also um, that he that now Philip is indeed, you know, he's um, in jail, and um, and he needs help getting out of jail and. Um, and and he needs some support there. So I think in in um in a in a way that's fortunate for Alan, it I don't want to, it certainly doesn't distract Beth from the loss of Coop. Um right. but it distracts her from being able to spend a lot of time um planning how she'd get back at Alan. She despises Alan now and um but she almost doesn't have time to think about vengeance right now. She's got to handle this other thing with Philip. And I think in some ways it's probably um, 
at the moment it's maybe good that it's there because it kind of gives her something else to focus on other than her loss. Um, I certainly don't think that she is at this moment, though, you know, having said what I just said, thinking about any sort of love situation with Philip at all. I mean, all that she wants is Coop. You know, that's that's what she wants. She's in love with Coop, and that's all that she wants. And and so, you know, that's just not entering into it. I mean, it's more like when she's seeing Philip right now, it's more like this is this person that I have this incredibly long history with that is a need, and I'm, you know, I, I must be there for this person and the father of my children. And it's certainly not she doesn't have anything in her head about anything else with, with Philip. But, right. you know, so I think, yeah, she's kind of, um, um, you know, she's she's at an interesting point in her life. She's certainly changed from Coop, and she's um, in mourning for him. Right. And I think with what she does right now, she will try to honor him as much as possible. So now the focus is now not off the of love, but now it's just her focus is on her family, basically. Yeah, yeah. She's just, you know, she's she's got to salvage what she what she can here and pick up the pieces. And it's also, I think she's looking at Lizzie and she's saying Lizzie really needs her father, and um, she's got to do what she can to put that relationship back together. So, you know, she's kind of she's kind of taking on that role at at the moment, and um, and. I think almost because she has that to take on, that she's thinking to herself, I I can't let myself be distracted. I can't let Alan get to me in a way. If I start thinking about how I can get back at him or anything else, then he's gotten to me, and in a way he wins. He distracts me from what's more important right now. He's not important. He's nothing right. to me. Mm. So, you know, I think that's I think that's where she is she is at the moment. Definitely a different approach to Beth than what we have seen her going in a very, very different direction. Yeah. And it's yeah. like what you said before. It, it seemed, when the pairing happened, it seemed like we saw Beth in a whole other light, excuse the pun. But it's true. You, you yeah. saw her, you got to see her be a bit more freer. And yeah. I think I think that would be a good word for it. Because... Beth is always a victim. She's always yeah. been a victim. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice to finally see her have some strength to her. Yeah, And that's, yeah. I think this relationship brought out in her. Yeah, I think that it did too. And I think, um, and look, I also think, um, you know, for her going back to law school too, the combination of these two things, um, the relationship with Coop and going back to law school, are two things that have um, turned her from being a victim into somebody who is saying, no, I'm setting a path, I'm I'm choosing my own life now, I'm not going to be at the whim of other people. And that's why, in a way, it was so tragic when Alan said, you're going to give up law school, you're going to do, you're not going to do anything, so you're going to marry me. It was like he was trying to keep her in that box. And... Um, and obviously she was almost forced to be in that box, but it didn't happen. And I think, as I said, I think that she'll try to continue to honor what, um, you know, 
what she got from that relationship with Coop and also what she got from going back to, to school. You know, she she learned both, through both of those things to be uh, an independent person and to follow mm-hmm. her own dreams, even if it doesn't seem right to other people. And, there's a, you know, there's a lot of strength in that and in... Uh, that one gets from following a path that maybe other people don't understand, but it seems right to you. And um, when you make choices like that, I think every time you make choices like that, when you follow your heart, even though it maybe doesn't seem like the logical choice, I think there's a lot of, uh, I think we can, we all get power from that. And um, and I certainly think that's what happened with Beth. Exactly. Would you like to see it continue in that point, and you want to see it t- take a different direction as far as the story goes, or do you, do you think that it's like the perfect direction it's for It's really right just now? important to me that um, what's important to me is that all of those things that she got from Coop, all of that, at, that strength and that self-confidence, um, that, that she honors him by keeping that. Um, within her that's what's important to me so you know no matter where they go I hope that I hope that that's a a part of her Hmm. but of course I don't get to dictate those things you don't get to dictate the story (laughs) no you know that's what I hope but you know we'll 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 see what happens of course I had an interview about I think it was a week before um uh, I found out that Coop was dying. Um, oh. That uh, reporter asked me, you know, said, you know, Beth is really unlucky in love. Um, <laughs> everybody that she's with either dies or goes crazy. <laughs> and, and I said, I said, well, gee, I, I hope. <clears throat> I said I agree, and I said, but I hope nobody else dies or goes crazy. And then I'm not kidding you. It was. <laughs> It seems like it was the next day, but whatever it was, I mean, it was really close that I was then told about what was happening, and I thought, you are kidding me. You're kidding me. Not again. That read-through must have been terrible. Just, I mean, I can just imagine just having to sit through that and feeling the emotions just pour out having to play those scenes. It was some really um, – oh, yeah, this stuff was really um, – was some tough stuff. It was, um, you know, it it takes a toll on you emotionally when uh, when you do things like that. It, you know, and you, without meaning to, you can end up, you know, going some places that you don't necessarily want to want to go to. And um, you know, so it it is. It's very difficult stuff to play, and right. um, I'm. Uh, I'm I, I'm certainly proud of the way of of what everybody brought to the table as we were doing it because, as I said, it, it's it's a good story and and I feel that um, I feel that we all all of us that were intimately involved in this uh, Justin Dees and and Tina Sloan and obviously John Driscoll and Frank DeCopolis and and you know everybody everybody I'm going on I don't say all the names but everybody knows all the names of all the people involved in this. Um, really, you know, they they brought they brought their best to the table, and um, and 
you know, and I, I'm really, I'm really proud of the stuff that we've put down in the last, um, you know, in the last couple of weeks or so, whatever it's been, and and in the in the things that you'll continue to see, um, you, you'll you'll see play. I'm I'm just really proud of it. People work very hard, and I think it shows. Absolutely. Well, I actually do have a caller, and this okay. person has been waiting patiently so much. So I want to bring on this caller who wanted to specifically ask you before they actually had to leave. Okay, sure. So I'm going to bring on this caller right now. Hello, New York caller. Uh, Good evening. Hello. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, thanks. I'm a first-time caller, but I've been listening, and uh, I really like the stuff that you've been doing on there, and and your guests are really cool, and I just... uh, I, I I guess more than anything else, I just wanted to to say, uh, Miss Chamberlain, you're a fabulous actress, okay. and I, I've really been liking the storyline. Thank you. Uh, and I, I'm I'm wondering how has has it been, I guess post uh, Mr. Driscoll's departure. I mean, is is the vibe the same? Is it is it is it weird? Is it cool? Is it is it what's it like? Um, I, I can tell you that it's great. The vibe you're talking around the studio. Yes, yes. Is that what you mean? Um it it's the vibe is is incredible around there right now. And and but I I will tell you that um John you know that's in part. I mean, I would cried like a baby and poor John was having to console me when I found out that he was going to be leaving. Um I mean, I just, and I was crying I, I, almost every day. I was crying. Uh, when I look at him, I'd start crying because I just adored him so much. But, you know, John is such a class act that he, just the way he handled all of this, I, I, I think that it made us all feel like it's okay. It's okay because he's, you know, he's okay. And um, and even though you know it didn't make us feel we, we're still missing him terribly, um, but I mean I, I just say that at his um, when they gave him his cake and his going away gift, um, he 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 stood up there and said he was so eloquent, um, and and he just stood up there and said you know. This is this is something that I feel fortunate that I had the time to be here while I've been here, and now it's time to pass it on to the next people that have uh, you know that have the good fortune to be here and have have story and 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 now it's their time. And and I I thought wow what how amazing that in this moment he's able to say that. But that's the kind of guy that he is, and um, so I think I think his his attitude while he was there and his attitude in his leaving um, has enabled us all to um, be okay with it and, um, I mean, be pained by it, but be okay with it and just kind of more focus on doing the best job that we can to honor this really good story that these writers have written, but also honor John's character, Coop. Too. So I, I think if that if that I hope that answers your question. I'm sort of long yes, yes. that. I, I hope it does too. That's 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 perfect. I mean, it's 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 different listening and 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 watching TV. And, and most of my information about Mr. Driscoll has been been through CBS Digest and and the various websites that kind of talk about 
the the character and the person that he is and what he brings to the show. And it sounds like what you're saying, you know, goes along with that exactly to a T. And, and I'm glad that you were able to to answer that. And and one more thing I wanted to ask, I don't want to take up too much of your time, is uh, <laughs> that's between John. Oh my John. God. <laughs> I can't keep it up anymore. I, I just got to say, I, I miss to you laugh. so much. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Beth, it's great to hear your voice. Wait a minute. Uh, I totally missed what you <laughs> I don't know what you said. Beth, I, get it. <laughs> Beth yeah. I, I had planned this along the side to get John Driscoll on the phone with you to surprise you, and you just basically just answered John Driscoll's question. <laughs> I thought I was thinking, this sounds just like John Driscoll. That's so funny. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you li- listening to me just talk about you all the time? Are you like... <laughs> I just, I couldn't figure I out a way to come out again, and I just didn't want to... You were on a roll, and I didn't want to stop you. <laughs> oh, you're so funny. I kept I going on and on. You see, that. it's like, uh, yeah, John, you know... You know what I'm doing that, of course, drives Grant and, and uh, Ron Reyes, I mean, in a funny way, and, and everybody else crazy is all, uh, anytime they do anything, I'll stand in the hall and go, John Driscoll, come back! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That was funny. John, thank you so much for doing that. We're keeping hey. you on here. Because- John, you've been it's- amazing. Oh, thank you, thank you. You've yeah, been yeah. amazing watching this show. I'm just like, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm crying watching. I'm like I was there, and now I'm still crying watching. It's so funny. I was trying to watch today's episode, and this <laughs> for anyone who lives in in New York City, they'll they'll know that every once in a while your cable just kind of cuts right out. No, uh, it's like yeah. the last five thirty minutes of the show, and my cable box just cut out, and I missed the whole last part of the show as far as when Buzz. Are turned you off kidding me? I missed the whole thing, so I didn't get a chance to see what what it was like um, on on air. I was able to watch. I actually I, I was able to cheat. And I saw a couple advanced copies, some rough cuts of it. But um, I, uh, I I have it recorded actually because I was at work today and only got home at eight o'clock, so I haven't yet um, I haven't yet I, seen it. I, I watched it in full today, and I had to take tissues to work. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually, I to be honest, I I, uh, I have my mom. She's gonna be calling here probably a little bit later on tonight. And uh, last night she called me and she was bawling. I was like, Oh my God, Mom, did a family member pass away or something? What happened? And she's like, No, I watched the show today and I was crying. And she's like, It's just so sad. And and I <laughs> I about had a heart attack listening to her until she told me it was about this show. And I was like, Mom, it's 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 acting. It's a story. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it though. Well, I have to be honest. I told my mother. I said, I said, Mom, um, I, I just have to warn you that um, it, it's going to be sad. So, yeah, know, exactly. I, I just want to prepare you for that. So, oh. so anyhow, so I'm, I'm sort of waiting. I told her the days that it would be the saddest, and and right. uh, oh. and, and so when I speak to her. Um, uh, later in the week, I'll see. Did, so, did you watch the days, or did you choose not to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I I remember just. I mean, you and I talking about this. You know, before we before we filmed this back in, uh, I guess it was beginning of January, um, when we beginning mid January when we filmed all this stuff. I remember just you know taking the scripts, and you were asking you know did you read this? Did you read this? And, and I said no. And then finally I I read the whole thing, and literally as I was walking, I was crying as I was reading the script with the with the dialogue and. Uh, and uh, it just was, 
the way the writers wrote it was just it was it was it was great. And I I, uh, I remember just looking at you and I <laughs> exactly what you just said. It was so tough just reading this and knowing the the end was coming and and uh, and having to go through this with you. But I I I, I remember you know. You couldn't even you could you couldn't even be around me the last couple of last days. It, it, you couldn't be around me because it just it ruined all your preparation. I, and my preparation for that matter. I know. I just that's that's exactly what happened. I just look at John. and I start crying. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, no, it was uh, it was so. it's been a pleasure to work with you. I mean, the last last six months were just uh, they really just kind of flew by as far as work was concerned. But I, I really have to say that it. it not only you know did wonders for the, for the character, you know, be able to work with you, but just personally being able to to get this dynamic and and be able to look in, inside you know myself as as the actor and just kind of do something more and and, and bigger than what uh, than what I previously been doing. And so I just want to say thank you. Well, John, I, I mean, right back at you. I I really I I felt there was a really I think it's sort of unusual in a way. A lot of times it takes a long time when. I don't know, two people are working together, especially in a love story thing, to kind of find their groove and what works. And um, and certainly, thank goodness, it didn't take us much time because they didn't give us much time. But we sort of fell into just this really good working rhythm together um, really quickly. And um, And that's just, it's really unusual, but that's kind of what happened with us and and I thought about it I thought gosh it it kind of had a feeling like we had worked together and known one another for years or something and we really well we had toyed around with this we had toyed around with this kind of this kind of you know possible flirtation you know before when yeah. you know when I first joined the show and it was you know Coop and Lizzie and you were trying to separate the two and so there was always that dynamic and so I I, I certainly can say that I at least I felt very comfortable working with you yeah and no I I mean well, yeah I was I was really excited about the story when um, when Ellen told me about it that day just before we did the scene. I was like, what? Wait a minute. As I didn't know anything about it, and Ellen told me on the countdown, oh, by the way, you and John are having an affair, and the audience doesn't know about it yet. And I was like, whoa. Your what? face was like, not even, I mean, deer in the headlights doesn't even begin to look in your eyes. <laughs> I didn't know what to play. Suddenly I was there, I'm having an affair with him, and what? What? What did this happen? Um, you didn't look at me. Every time you looked at me, like, you just... You, I know, I would look down. I would you would look, look down, look away, and here I am, like, I've got this this, this cheesy yeah. grin on my face. It was actually, it was perfect. It yeah. actually was perfect. But, um, yeah, so it was, I don't know, you know, it was just a great, and I'm just, uh, I'm, well, like I said, I just, I stand in the hall and, and, uh, and and say, John Driscoll, come back. <laughs> my return can be a threat that. sometimes. What did you say? I said my, my return can be a threat. Okay. Val, right. you go first. Yes, thank you very much. I was saying that a lot of us are saying that right now, and we still are. Oh, you, good, we, good. we miss you, man. We miss you, man. But even though I, I still keep in contact with you all the friggin' time. That's true. <laughs> That's, that is true. That is true. Facebook I don't miss you place. that much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this call is more for Beth, okay? Not for you. Yeah, buddy. I miss you. <laughs> yes. No, well, I, um, I, uh, I do pop into the studio every once in a while. And, Beth, I'm so sorry that I missed you uh, the last yeah, time I popped in. I know. In. I know. I heard, I, I, I heard about it. And yeah, I said, I, what? I said, he, he goes, what? He goes there on a day that I'm not there? What's that about? 
And I was actually going to call you up and and, and yell at you about that. And so now I have the opportunity (laughs) to yell at you now. Now. (laughs) Next time you go in, you check and see if I'm working. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. That's right. No, I actually, um, I think I'm going to try and go back in. Um, uh, I got a couple of days that I wanted to try and pop back in there, and I certainly know that uh, Frank DeCopolis, um, he, uh, he, we're supposed to get together and uh, and do uh, like a dinner, lunch type thing, kind of like a farewell, just because everything had happened so quickly. And I know. Me personally, I, I left because I, I went on vacation with my family. I, I did eventually, <laughs> funny enough, go over to England myself. Um, and uh, and so just really didn't get a chance to kind of do like any kind of a goodbye with any of my my you know. Cast I know. Friends. Well, that I know that was the weird thing too that um, we didn't you know have a time where people yeah. went out to drinks or did you know yeah. anything like that, and so it was kind of weird because of your last day. You were literally leaving to go to London. I know. I, I know, and that was the, the the hard part. And the funny, you know, it's so funny about that whole thing. Um, that that. That Wednesday, you know, before my last day, uh, that weekend, the, the 15th or whatever it was, um, and I, I, I think I believe I told you about this, that the flight that I was supposed to be on originally to go over to, to London was the one that went down in the Hudson. Are you kidding me? Wow. The flight, the flight that was supposed to go from my flight, my original flight itinerary, before finding out that my schedule had changed at work, um, which I still have on my computer, actually. My flight was supposed to go uh, from LaGuardia to Charlotte, and then from Charlotte, I was going to meet up with my folks uh, there, and then from there, we were going to fly over to England. Well, my flight was the flight that took off, the oh 3 o'clock flight that took off and hit the flock of, of geese and then went down into the water. And so I still have the oh. itinerary with that flight on there. So thankfully, because of Guiding Light having to change around my schedule, I was not on that flight. Oh, my so, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was when I found out about that. And it was funny because I was talking to my parents. Uh, my mom, she works for U.S. Airways, um, and so I, I, they were down there. And, and, uh, and I said, hey, look, I don't want to startle you, but I'm sure they're not playing this at the airport. Uh, but a flight just went down. Everyone's fine, though. It was a safe landing and stuff like that. And she, she finished the phone call by saying, by the way, that was your flight. So, uh, oh, my God. Kind of, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So thankfully things worked out for the best. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, pretty random. Yeah, so yeah, that I guess sometimes when you know guiding light reschedules us uh, and things, and just kind of remember that story and yeah. <laughs> say, you know what? Yeah, be thankful. Be, be thankful. thankful. It can certainly be a good thing. So uh, yeah. No, um, but I'm so glad I had a chance to to at least call in and uh, <laughs> surprise you a bit. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm rambling on about You're rambling about on about the man talking and you're, about about. John and how great John is and blah 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 and it's John. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to stop you. I, I was about to jump in. Oh yeah, I didn't have no, no, no. you just her. wanted to hear more good things about yourself. You're saying, uh huh. Okay, come on, give me more. Give me more. I could. I, I believe me. I had tons of questions lined up, but I, I this was. I just wanted to, you know. <laughs> I just wanted to ask how you felt about working with me. You felt about working with John. That's good. I, That's good. But uh, I, I just. I, I know some people out there have. Um, questions for you okay. guys, if you okay. guys want. Okay. Yeah, because I, I didn't pay attention, but my switchboard decided to light up when John called in here. <laughs> to a point where having, having the two of us together now, I'm sure. <laughs> I think that's what it is. And one of them, I know he's been waiting patiently. To, I, I'm being dead serious about this now. He was waiting patiently, but I didn't bring him on for that sole purpose. <laughs> my co-host that John has met, but Beth has not. 
Matthew Preston is on the line. So how are you, sir? I have to say, I was driving, and I had the phone speaker phone whenever I heard that John called in, and I almost crashed my car. That was an amazing event. Good job, guys. Oh, dear God. Don't... <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. It doesn't It doesn't turn out very pretty, so just don't do it that. It does not. Yeah. It does not. I do have to say, Beth, thank you so much for coming on to the show. And, John, we're going to miss you. Seriously. Thank you. I uh, I do appreciate that, and uh, and you know it really means a lot. You guys have always been very kind to me, and and um, so I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Matt. I think he just like broke the mold of all the guests that came back here on more than one occasion. So <laughs> we we placed bets actually as to thinking is John Driscoll going to come back again for the third time. <laughs> and then lo and behold, I planned this little situation here, and it it is. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't escape it. I said, I can't get away from this guy. What? Right. What is? It? <laughs> yeah, well, but you I, don't I, want to, really. <laughs> no, that's true. I don't. No offense, but I, I, we we we're happy to have him back here for the third time. So this is good. It's always a place here on the show for John and for oh. Absolutely. Thanks. Well, my question is this. I mean, how's it uh, for Beth? At least. I mean, um, how's it feel? You know, it's nice knowing that that uh, Philip is now the second stringer when it comes to me. Um, how is it uh, how is it working with Grant these days like especially with the storyline and how it's been because I mean me personally I'm inquiring about this because I just don't know since I'm out of the loop Um, you know fortunately I really appreciate um, for the I mean it's been it's been great but for the most part because um, they've tried to sort of respect the fact that um, you know as Beth was in love with Coop, so it's not like she's saying, oh, you know, no, there's Philip over here. She's not even looking at him like that at all. Right, and right. so our, our, for the most part, our scenes have been very much um, just me sort of helping him and, um, you know, and, and more just kind of like... Uh, you know, old friends being there for one another. So it's been great working together, certainly, because, you know, there's a, when you've worked with somebody that long, there's a rhythm that you can sort of fall into and you um, trust one another to, um, to you know, do some good work together. Like, I think that was the thing with, with, um, with you and me, John, is that I think very early on we developed a trust um, yep. between us. That and when you have that as actors, and sometimes you, even though you, I mean, you can love the other person, but you just don't have that that trust between you um, within scenes that you'll just say, okay, this is where they're going in the scene. I'm just going to let them lead, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to follow wherever they're going to take me, and you'll just go with that. And uh, John and I developed that very quickly, and um, which is well, we kind of had to consider our first, our first scenes were were basically, you know, it, it was you know in in bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I guess that gets everything out of the way quickly. Doesn't yeah. It? yeah, there was, a, there was we, like no other way to put that except it was in bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, so there's no delicate way of putting it. But I mean, yeah, let me just kind of throw it out there, and let me just say one thing that uh, I'm so glad that I did not take Michael O'Leary's advice when it came to uh, doing it with you. Because he certainly tried. What was Michael Leary? Michael Leary. First of all, let me say that no. (laughs) Well, first off, I'm trying to keep this a a wholesome show, so I'm not going to give all the advice. But uh, he he did. He did. did, Already coming down the twos when you said that your first scenes were in bed. So I I think we're okay now. (laughs) 
Well, he, he definitely reminded me of uh, of the scenes uh, with you and and he, you know, intimacy and stuff like that. He just said that you were really good with your hands, and I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he said that he basically said, you know, take that for what you will. But he had that, you know, that little <laughs> Michael Lyric thing on his chair. <laughs> Uh, you know the 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 infamous story with uh, Michael is that I had some scenes with Michael one day where I was supposed to be all over him in the Spalding study, and um, and that was sort of early on when Beth and Rick were having this affair, and you right. know I've known Mikey for years, and we've been had very much a brother and sister relationship, and our characters have had that, so. That was a little freaky for me at first that they were having that. I was like, he's like my brother. I'm really having a hard time with this. So um, so this is when this occurred, uh, that I had this scene where I was supposed to be all over him in Spalding's study. And so we did these scenes where I didn't do anything. Michael held my wrist, and he was literally running my hands all over his body. And I get off the set after doing the scene, and Joe Kohler, our makeup artist, said, you were all over him. I said, I didn't do anything. Michael was running my hands like a puppet. I didn't do a thing. You were so, It was all, move yeah. you along. But yeah, I did. I was actually, you know, doing nothing, and he was, he was, he was acting for both of us in the scene. And, uh, but apparently it looked like I was really all over him. So, um, so. It was like lying on a gazelle. Are you kidding me? Something that I really want to know that I don't think that we've brought up is the character of Lorelai. What was it like playing Lorelai? Lorelai was so much fun to play because um she just she was so far out and there was kind of there were no boundaries for her for the most part. So it's always fun to play characters like that because, um, you know, they, they just have no restrictions and they'll just, they'll do anything. And, um, and it was also a nice relief from Beth who is, or has been many times sort of this victim who is always kind of struggling to take care of herself where Lorelai just took care of herself and there was no question about it. And she wasn't going to be anybody's victim. Um, and and it was just it, it was just a, that was that was a ball and it was also one of those times that I was working with Dave McDonald and Grant for the most part during that story and um, the three of us would go into work and we would just laugh a lot you know that's and you really can't beat that so it was that was that was a great time too absolutely I love Lorelai <laughs> she was fun <laughs> did I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll edit that out later on. <laughs> we actually had a um, couple of email questions. This first one is from your co-president of your website, I believe, Lori. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She wanted to ask you, uh, the wedding dress that you wore, mm-hmm. where, um, and J. the veil. Crew. J. Crew? J. Crew. Okay. Yeah. They wanted to know that. They also, they also wanted to know, did you submit yourself for the Emmys, and if you did, which category and what scene did you put in? Um, I did not. I did not put myself up for it this year, no. I didn't really, I really didn't have anything in the past year um, that um, was, you know, it was because it goes from January to December, and um, I I just 
really didn't have have a lot within within the year. You're going to have something now, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, year, this year I'm off to a good start. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And this one comes from Brandon, awesome guy. Wanted to know about your memories of working with, in quote, unquote, unquote, which I agree with, magnificent Cynthia Watros when you first came back to the show. They were great partners in crime, and it would have been fun to see what they would have been had Cynthia not left the show. Uh, well, you know, Cynthia's she's just so so talented, and um, and it was you know it was just fun you know watching her work. Um, say nothing mm-hmm. about uh, being in the scenes with her. And also, they um, that character was just so well written and so well developed by Cynthia that it was um it was just one of those delicious characters that um comes along um very rarely I think and um certainly uh would have been wonderful for um to have gotten to play more with her um but obviously she she made the right choice for herself. She's certainly done quite well for herself since since she's left, which is you know no small surprise. And right. um, um, but it it was it was definitely a terrific time on the show when when she was on there. She really brought brought a lot of uh, 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 spark to to the show. She was it was she was just tremendous. Very I cool. have to say though, um, when that, because that question actually brought up a thought in my mind about Beth. I thought Beth was, because I never had been introduced to the character of Beth until you came back to the show in '97. Uh-huh. By the time I started watching it, you had already left the I show know, yeah. in '91 uh-huh. after the, the Valentine's wedding, and um, and part of my friends here, I, I'm like looking around just to make sure. But then again, I'm like, this is the internet. I can say this works. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought that was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when she came back, um, she certainly wasn't that way when um, in the early years. But when she came back to the show, they had said, you know, they were really, they were really interested in um, more of a, a Philip and Harley pairing, and Beth too. Um, be the uh, wrench in the works more. So that was really my um my role when I came back and um and I was glad for it too because the the first time around that I was there Beth was so good um and John will know what I'm talking about here that oh, yeah. it it just it became um boring going to work because not that it it isn't wonderful to play good characters. It certainly is, but when your character is um, is always good without struggle, um, you know, it doesn't leave an actor a lot to um, to play and to explore. So, um, so it was certainly nice to get to have a character that now was suddenly was showing her claws and. So that's who she was when she came back, and and she certainly, they've kind of um, 
used her in a number of different ways since I've been back to, you know, she's been crazy. She's been a bitch. She's um, <laughs> been a victim. She's, um, you know, had another personality. She's and And she's been more strong and centered. So she's been all of those things that for me as an actor is is an incredible um gift because you just don't get that very often in soap operas. Usually you're you have the you know, a certain character and you and you play that character all the time. But Beth has been such a chameleon really that I've gotten to play a lot of different things. It really has been fun. She really has. And here's a question for actually probably all Guiding Light cast members, so if there's anybody else on the line from Guiding Light who wants to answer this, they certainly can. <laughs> Both John and Beth, I actually would love to know, what since your time with the show, what has been your favorite Guiding Light theme song? Because the fans can tell you what theirs is, but I want to know oh my what, goodness. what do the stars <laughs> like? What are your favorite Guiding Light theme songs? Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. You want to this one off? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I <laughs> I can't believe you asked this question. I know. I, I, I was speechless. Wow. Good for you that you asked it, and and that John and I are sitting here saying we don't. <laughs> I mean, I I I don't know. I I honestly. I think the first thing, well, for me, and this is just going to be because I mean, I I did not grow up with with you know soaps and 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 watching them. Um, I, I really didn't really get into it until you know I was able to get on the show, so it's kind of unfair for me to answer this question. Although, on more of the, the human aspect, um, I was able to, back in 2006, I was able to get an advanced look at the new promo that was going to be running all throughout 2007. And it wasn't so much the song, it was the message. And that was the, the 70th anniversary of the show. And really? so a lot of people think that it was very, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, boring or whatever. But just the speech and the poem itself uh, that was that was read, which was Reverend Rutledge when he first started the show, which is what he would read, you know, talking about helping out your fellow man. I thought that the way that was edited and put together, I actually enjoyed that. So it wasn't so much a theme song; it was more the message of giving back in the community. Um, and and of the ones that I've been able to witness and see, I would think that for me that would be the one that would stand out the most. Wow, pretty cool. Yes, it's a boring and safe answer, but it's a real one. I can't say any more about that. <laughs> I, I'm just the I'm just the my guiding light theme person back from the eighties into the early nineties, so that was me. But you didn't ask me that question, so there you go. <laughs> hey, no, that, that was I was I thought to everybody. That wasn't that was an everybody question. Definitely you know, you I mean I have to say I do really like the theme song that they have going um, now. I, I, I do, too. I really do, too. And I think that's because it really ex- explains, it kind of goes with what the, the state of guiding light, you know, the whole the change and, and really about love. So, yeah, I totally agree yeah. with you. Right. I, have, no um, I haven't watched, as I said, I didn't watch the show today, but my understanding was ahead of time that they did not do it. Um, the no, they did not. Today. It's just... It yeah, which I thought was a good. Just, yeah, I I was told why they didn't, and and, uh, and I thought that was uh, that was a great. It really caught me off guard. So uh, I, I I think it was I think it was uh, well suited for what happened in today's episode that they did yeah. that. Well, the whole the whole tone of of you know yesterday and then leading in today was just I I couldn't believe it. It was very 
very different than what people were probably expecting, um, different from what I was expecting. Um, but, you know, just, you know, as, as the person, you know, this kind of show is dedicated for, or dedicated, the storyline is at least dedicated to, like I said, I mean, I, I felt very, you know, I was impressed with the way they had pieced it together. And uh, this is just goes to, to credit the writers and, and the directors and, and the people that edited the show. I think that they put together a really great, really great episode today. Mm-hmm. So, you're in for uh, you're in for a very sad night. <laughs> Those who didn't watch, especially Beth, like I said, I had to bring the Kleenex to work, so that has to tell you something right there. Well, at least I know what I'm going to watch because I read the whole script. So I you know were in I'm, the episode. So. <laughs> I, I know what I'm going to watch, but I know I'll still, you know, <clears throat> I'm still going to cry anyhow. So, but that was logged on to CBS.com. That's right. Go ahead. Yes, that's true. CBS.com. Yes, you can watch. This was your first <laughs> time working with Fiona Hutchinson, John, wasn't it? Uh, actually, no. No, 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 no. Um, oh. This was the second time I've actually had a chance the to Mother's Day scene. Exactly. There you go. The Mother's Day scene is back in like 2006 when they had, uh, they had um, oh, God, they had the three different mothers from, uh, I think it was Frank and, Frank and Harley's mom. It was fine. Uh, and and uh, one other one, I believe, uh, had Reva come back. Reva and Cassie. Yes, that was it. Reva and Cassie's mom. And that's when Reva was going through her uh, her cancer storyline, and uh, her mom basically put a boot upside her butt and told her to you know stop feeling sorry for herself. Um, I thought that was a great episode. I, I thought it was was really great, and that was the first time I had a chance to work with Fiona. And it was so funny because, you know. <laughs> Tom Pelfrey, when he was on the show, and he and I would go back and forth, and we would give each other, you know, crap all the time. Well, I don't know what it was. We were busting each other's chops. It was late after work one day, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's giving me a hard time, and I come back with some, you know, you know, smart remark and everything. He's like, "Oh yeah, well your mom's here. You better watch your mouth." And I'm like, "You know what? Go shove it." And he's like, "Dude, I'm telling you, your mom's here." And I'm like, "Yeah, right." And I lean out in the hall, and she's standing right there. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> Like, holy sh- I can't say that. Um, and, and literally, I see her, and she's like, well, wow, you're a big one, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, she must be Fiona. And he's standing there, and he's got his arm draped around my mom, and I'm like, all right, dude, get off her. And, <laughs> and so that was my first introduction to her, and she was just she was just a ball of energy, and she was just so professional, and yeah, she's so lovely. the scenes were pretty, uh, pretty hectic and, and, and very emotional as well. And uh, but she was great. She was amazing. So getting a chance to work with her again was uh, was was so nice. It was just really unexpected, but but definitely was definitely wanted. Absolutely. So yeah. nice, 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 nice. Good stuff. Really, really good stuff. So and also <laughs> it's fun to get on air. This is bad. <laughs> I did not want to do that. I said I'm going to start crying on air right now. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is like talking about all of this. This this makes me upset. Well, it it's. It was great to watch. I mean, Justin and Fiona, uh, you know, together their their storyline. I know that they were as well a very dynamic, very passionate couple. Um, and uh, I just I liked. The, I mean, it was it was short, uh, but just the dialogue between the two of them, you know, was very very you know poignant and and very you know straightforward. Just you know, this is the way it is. You can't you can't put you know chains on love. If you if you love somebody, you're going to love somebody, and you're going to do whatever you want to. So you can't hold somebody else to higher standards. You know, as Buzz was doing to to Coop, and uh, you know, going after the the woman that he wants. So, oh, right. also, it's 
it's so heartbreaking, but it's such good story. It's been such good it's story. A good story. It is. Yeah, it really does. It seems like guiding light whenever you guys, you know, towards, I don't know what it is about winter, the winter months, the early winter months, you guys always have some sort of really heart-wrenching death. First it was, you know, <laughs> it was um, Tammy, and then now it's, you know, it's Coop. It's like, who next? Seriously. <laughs> it's all you know, with Alan. Always remember that. It's all yeah. Right. It's yeah, Emmy, yeah. Emmy worthy. <laughs> Alan, I mean, geez, I mean, from what I understand, working with Beth, it's like, you know, you start working with Beth, you're getting your pink slip in your mailbox. Oh, nice! That is not true. They're like, you're going to work with Beth Chamberlain. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is amazing. They just happen to leave out the parts that I'm going to die. That is so not There's only been one. Only it's one like you're going to get into a love scene with Beth Chamberlain and all of a sudden, oh, oh I'm that, sorry, I have to give you your clip. Justin Dean says that's him. I've actually only had one, I've, I've only had one guy that actually did, uh, one um, love interest who did die and um, that was Jim, Jim and LeMay. left the show. And um, That's right. So, yeah, so I haven't had anybody else has been, well, Philip was, was a fake death. Right. And, uh, <laughs> you can add John to that list. Awesome. I right. know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's hope John is a fake death, too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see Sorry, he's so back, back as, a, as a twin or something, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know. Throwing that out there, if you're listening, you know, you can make him a twin. I'm just saying. <laughs> totally. <laughs> We'll see. Well, the, the famous story is um, uh, uh, Michael Zaslow uh, years ago that I wasn't around then, but the famous story was that his character was um, was decapitated and, and or, or something along those lines, and then uh, you know a year later that. or whatever, <laughs> Roger came back, and uh, so uh, you know it, it truly in soap opera anything anything is, is uh, yeah anything is possible. Now I think. Um, Tomorrow, and then Beth, you're you're gonna know. Um, yeah, tomorrow I find out. We yeah we um, that's kind of like the the I don't say final goodbye, but there's still a little bit left to kind of wrap up, um, yeah. with the hospital stuff. Is that correct? Yeah. Without trying yeah. to give anything away. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away, but um, yeah, today was kind of the the big the, the big goodbye, and then there's still like the the remnants of of things that need to be taken care of. So um, yeah, it was so funny they uh. Someone gave me my uh, funeral card. You know what? I got one. I was like, oh, should I give this to him? And I thought, no, I shouldn't give it to him because it kind of could be too weird. So I, I have it in my room, and I decided not to give it to you. It was so <laughs> weird. It's, like, it's got, like, the birthday. It's got, like, you know, 1980-something, and then it says 2000, 2009. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's awesome. There's a picture of me right there. That's a little <laughs> weird, a little awkward. I know. Yeah, I know, a little uncomfortable, I thought. I don't know if I would want this, so I'm not going to give it to him. Very, very much so. <laughs> Make sure freaky. you guys watch this episode from today, because I have to say that the flashback scenes also helped make the episode today. See, see, I'm choking up by saying it, because it's like, it gets stuck in my craw. <laughs> That's how good today's episode was. If I, yeah. I mean, I can't say enough about it. Yeah. Uh, just, just watch the show. You'll know what I'm talking about. If you have it on DVR, watch it. Go to cbscom slash daytime and click on the Guiding Light link on the page and watch the full episode from today. 
it uh, definitely have your tissues around. The light is definitely shining. You know, it's on. <laughs> oh, thank you guys, Beth. You lo- you looked amazing. I mean, I know how emotional it was, but you really looked amazing. And then just it just you a you look you look drained, which is what the character was. But uh, <laughs> it was no, it was just it was perfect. I mean, it was everything that you and I talked about, just not being able to look at each other and and you know hold it together. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I I thank you for. I thank you for for six months of of at least really great intense work and and so uh, I'm looking yeah, forward to it's uh, not enough though no I mean no. you know I mean I, I'm I I agree I mean it was just it was it was a ball and it was and it was fun and it was it was a great story but um, just even you know today as I was hanging up my stuff you know taking a bath down to wardrobe I was thinking I was thinking man I miss John. <laughs> and I just mean that. I was just thinking that to myself, man. I miss John. I miss, you know. Also, just we got to do a certain type of scene together. That was, um, it, there was, you know, there was a lot of angst that our characters were going through, but there was also the playfulness stuff too. That was really, that um, was really great. Actually, I think my husband's in there watching it right now. <laughs> He's watching the recording right now. <laughs> I think I could oh. just hear it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyhow, yeah, it's, it was a pleasure. It was it was really um, it was just something something um, special. I think that um, for me, anyhow, for um, working with John and the, that pairing, um, I wouldn't have expected it. Not that um, you know, I've always liked John's work, and and but just the fact that. We so kind of quickly fell into a trust in a in a in a rhythm that um, that normally takes much much longer to to build. So I think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the day was uh, just sitting either in your dressing room or on the couch and grabbing a bite to eat or a cup of coffee and just sitting there and just talking about the script. You yeah, know what, yeah. what 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 didn't necessarily work or how could we take what was written and make it you know, a little bit more intense or up the ante. And I just think that that was probably one of the most, not only relaxing parts of the day before it got kind of crazy once we got down on set, but um, it was just, you know, I just felt really fulfilled. And and and, and I definitely, I, I really appreciate that. And that's one of the big things that I missed. It wasn't necessarily the actual doing the scenes itself. It was just the sitting down and talking about it with you. And uh, I really, uh, I really missed that a lot. So Yeah, it was a nice, we kind of fell into that. I guess because... We were, I think we fell into that, you know, talking about, okay, what does this mean and, and what are we trying to accomplish here? And, and I mean, because it was kind of thrown at us, you know, that, okay, you're in the middle of an affair. And so we kind of had to start that and we just kind of kept it up throughout with our scenes. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Before we do them and, and, uh, and then, you know, oftentimes afterwards. Um, and it was really, it, it was just a really fun way to to work and uh and and i think that sort of preparation showed in the in the scenes that we had together too absolutely loved it (laughs) you guys the time has just flown by and i want to thank both of you especially you john for coming on that was so cool and beth it was fairly nice to meet you thank you nice to meet you (laughs) (laughs) hopefully I'm sorry for pulling the pulled the part prank on you. I I apologize, but I no, that's fine. I, it's so funny though. I'm <laughs> thinking that's because you have you have a little laugh that you sort of do, a sort of chuckle that you do, and I thought 
and and I heard that when you were asking the question, and and I thought that's so bizarre. This this person (laughs) has the same, and I almost said this isn't John, is it? But then I thought no, no, it 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 wouldn't be. I heard him laugh when he was asking questions. I was like, oh, no. I know, because he's <laughs> going laugh. You know, that, yeah, it's a complete giveaway. But, yeah, but I didn't. But fortunately, isn't it good that, that, that all I did was, since he was tricking me there, that all I did was talk about how wonderful he is? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Thanks for not, that's not, yeah, not throwing me underneath the bus. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. It really backfired in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. This show so much fun tonight, and it was great having you back, Beth, and having you back on John. That Thank going for that toast is still open for you. What did you just say? I said the door for Gat oh toast oh oh door door for Driscoll is still open. What about me? <laughs> oh, hey, Door's open for you too. That's joking. exactly it. Joking. <laughs> I want to say. <laughs> Say is before uh, before we get off, uh, Beth. I, I definitely would like to um, you know try and get a couple people together um, okay. before okay. too too much time goes by, and, and definitely you know go out and do like a a, a yeah. night out, do like a dinner or anything, drinks like that, something a little bit more formal, so we can all really just kind of talk and laugh and, and share stories. So uh, I definitely will be in contact with you in the next couple okay. uh, days to uh, next week and try and set something up. Excellent. Okay, uh, I can't wait. Pretty cool. And John, before you leave, how about yes. the Super Bowl? I guess you can throw this out to both of you guys. How about that Super Bowl, huh? Pittsburgh. I, no Pittsburgh. You know what? I'm, I was rooting for Arizona. I'm sorry to say. You yeah. know, been to the... Go ahead. Wow. Wow. I can't believe that. Absolutely. Oh, please. Pittsburgh's been to the big game before. How many times in Arizona this was their first march on the field? Give up a little bit. Of, give up. Don't, don't be stingy. Don't be stingy. Too funny. <laughs> wow. Thank you guys so much. It was great having you on. You take care, all right? Thank you. Good night, guys. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye. So, Nadelle, I have to say, even I, I had no idea. Like, you did not tell me anything. And that was so awesome what you did. It was so cool. Good job. I, I, I mean, he, he, I got the email about it, and I said, well, this sounds like an absolutely fantastic idea. Let's go for it. And I didn't tell anybody who was coming. I, I think I, I, I mentioned it in passing to only two people, but that's only because I had a feeling it wouldn't leak out if I told them. So I said, okay, this is going to be happening this night. This is going to be happening that he's going to be here. I didn't think it was going to be as well as it was. And I want to apologize because I know, like I said in the show, we had tons of callers on the show, but I didn't think it was going to go and flow like this, that I wouldn't be able to get the callers on and you know, I normally get the callers into the show as much as possible. And I apologize wholeheartedly that I did not get to get to any of your calls tonight. And if you want me to make it up to you, I'll kiss your feet or something. <laughs> Just send me an email and I'll, I'll do something for you. Uh, I can't send you money because I'm on a tight budget. We but, all are. <laughs> Buzz but, um, Radio is poor. <laughs> well, um, you're poor. I'm not poor. but <laughs> That's not true. I have a job. I have a job, you. <laughs> Too funny. But uh, I'm um, just saying, you know, but I, I am apologizing. Good for that. show tonight. Great show. Patiently, but I had fun. I had fun. I tonight. had fun, too. And, and it was a fantastic show. And I just want to say 
from all of you guys that were listening in the chat room and those who were staying on the line patiently, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you watch Guiding Light if you did not watch it today. Or go to CBS.com and watch the full episode right now because I have to tell you, the scene is absolutely fantastic. So make sure you guys check it out. And, of course, I do have to make an announcement. I have to make a little bit of an announcement. Speaking of staying, I know maybe you guys in the DR might have known a little bit of the the behind-the-scenes stuff that was going on Buzzworthy Radio, but the news is I'm not going anywhere. I'm definitely staying on because uh, because of shows like this, and I just want to thank my co-host, and, you know, and just you are my inspiration. You are my guiding light. (laughs) That was a bad pun. (laughs) (laughs) You loved it. You loved it, so... Uh, yeah, no, just, no, that was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Don't ever say that again. As much as I like the show, don't ever use it again. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. But as always, uh, what are we on next? I guess that's the big question to ask. We are on tomorrow with Tyler Alexander. He's coming back because, well, because he wanted to come back. <laughs> and I wanted him to come back too, so it kind of, uh, it kind of balanced out. So we're going to be on the phone with Tyler Alexander for another fun show. If you don't remember who he is, he was on the show last year, I think about this time, and he was actually talking about his shoes when um when he was doing when he was I do remember him. I do. So, uh, we're going to be having him on again, talking about some of the stuff he has been doing with games and all that other stuff. We'll, you'll find out tomorrow. He's got some stories to tell about L.A. and New York, so it's going to be quite interesting. So science. Pretty cool. You got to be I, I'm up. not saying any more. I'm the only one who knows about it. No one else does. Just me. <laughs> that is so, it. I guess, Nivelle, why don't you uh, take us out? Get the latest. Make sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. Right? Check us out at buzzworthyradio.net and always on blogtalkradio.com slash buzzworthyradio. See you guys tomorrow. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.